A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive in June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. We all have at least one game that just sticks out to us as absolutely tragic. You know, like a real waste of your time and effort. And when it comes to complaining, secretly we all love to do it, especially the people of Reddit. With dedicated gaming communities all over the site, there are opinions aplenty flying around. And recently one thread dared to broach the topic of what the worst game users had ever played was. And on reading it, you can definitely start to understand why some gamers have trust issues. So I'm Amy from What Culture, and here are the 10 worst video games you've ever played, according to Reddit. 10. Madden 19 Exclusive rights make bad games. There was a clear divide in feelings between the critics and the actual players of Madden NFL 19. Whilst critics were quite nice in general, players pulled no punches when expressing quite how disappointed they were. Fans claimed that the game was clunky, the gameplay wasn't smooth, it was full of glitches and pay-to-win mechanics, and the overall shoddy nature of it was more obvious and intrusive than ever. The AI could barely function sufficiently, and the character creation seemed to have no sensible bearing on gameplay regardless of stats. The outrage did nothing to spark improvement, in the following franchise installments, it seems, as people seem to agree that the games never really got better after that. In fact, some users claim that Madden 22 was even worse. Despite renegotiating their contract, NFL is still locked in until 2025 with EA, and fans suspect that this means another few years of garbage games. 9. Resident Evil Survivor 2 All a dream or one big nightmare It is a bit of a kick in the teeth when you play through a whole game just to find out that it actually has no stake in the franchise direction, no real consequences and essentially no point. And it's even worse when that's because everything you played through was actually just one big dream sequence. Unfortunately, this is exactly the case with arcade flop Resident Evil Survivor 2. One of the essential problems with the gameplay is that most actions feel consequenceless. Lots of players found you could easily complete levels with default weapons and little to no effort whilst managing to retain no damage at all. You can heal easily, the bosses aren't intimidating, and the timer counting down through each level doesn't result in death when it runs out, just another not scary enemy appearing. The plot is barely there to start with, but when you reach the end and find that it was literally all just a dream, the oldest and most hated trick in the book, you may feel the urge to bang your head into a wall repeatedly forever. 8. Nether 
It's bug infested. Nether came out in 2013 to a host of excited, expectant fans, and from there, it was all downhill. The premise seemed promising. It's a first-person multiplayer survival game set in a post-apocalyptic city. That seems pretty basic, like an easy enough brief to follow, right? So the game comes out, and initially there are loads of positives. The map is expansive and interesting, the teleporting enemies are a challenge to take down, and that adds tension and scare factor. Unfortunately, though, the problems on release, mainly lack of content and lots of bugs, didn't get any better over time. A game that was passable in early access became a game that was untenable when released fully, considering that most of the problems from pre-release hadn't been fixed. A tricky changeover of developers left gamers wondering who was in charge and why they weren't fixing stuff, and player numbers started dropping drastically. Now it's known as a failure of a title. It truly had the potential to be great, but thanks to terrible development, likely fueled by greed and a lack of regard for players, the IP now pretty much lies dead in the water of public opinion. 7. Overwatch. It's the other players. In fairness, the discussion around Overwatch quickly established that the game itself isn't bad. Its mechanics are simple and fun, and at its core, it's easy to see why it became such a success. It's certainly not as popular now as it was at the beginning of its boom, but 6 million players ain't bad. Like, don't get me wrong, it's not great either, especially considering there are titles in the same multiplayer sphere that are effortlessly overshadowing this number. Those that continue to play Overwatch, though, play it because they get some genuine enjoyment out of the game. The problem arises, however, when you consider your actual gameplay experience and the inevitable impact that fellow players have on that. It's fairly well known now that Overwatch has a terrible fanbase, which we can all agree just reeks of toxicity. And at this point, we have to give honourable mention to a few other titles that appeared in the discussion, including League of Legends, Rust, Halo, and Fortnite. These are all games that are enjoyable to a point, and that point is being called a f- by a 12-year-old within two minutes of starting the game. 6. Hello Neighbor. It's silly garbage. For all its nuanced failings, Hello Neighbor received one very damning review from user Kickserkin, who, in response to being asked what specifically made the game bad, simply said, it sucks because it's silly garbage. It's a good summative statement, but to back it up, we'll dive into some of the specifics. One of the top complaints that Redditors had about the game was that the tone was just off. The story basically sees you try to locate your friend in your neighbor's house where they're being held captive. Users discussed how you eventually find them in a small, dark room with a stained mattress and a bucket in the corner, and you put together the pieces and the implications are clear. Dark themes aren't inherently bad in games, of course, especially in horror games. However, players thought that the darkness sort of came out of nowhere and just hit you square on, making your skin crawl in not a fun, scary way, but in just a gross way. The larger problem behind this is that the game didn't have any other legs to stand on. At heart, it's an underwhelming puzzle game with an ugly graphic style and janky controls. It's unpolished and confused in its tone, and very quickly the mechanics become grating. Overall, people were left incredibly disappointed after seeing more promising early builds, lamenting how they were let down from then on. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. 
For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. This podcast is brought to you by Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it just makes hiring all in one place so easy because you just get unparalleled access to job seekers. Plus, listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash WCG. Just go to Indeed.com slash WCG right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash WCG. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Five. Escape from Tarkov. No fun at all. Described as possibly the least fun game of all time, Escape from Tarkov certainly gets quite the grilling from angry Redditors. But the user Death by Dad Jokes takes the cake with their comment, saying that if you want to play a game that makes you feel like you've been punched in the dick, then this is the one you're after. The game is a hardcore first-person shooter with emphasis on the hardcore. Gameplay consists of learning and relying on overly complex weapon mechanics, hours of grinding to discover parts of the map, and doing all of this with absolutely no clearer objective. In fact, it got to the point where the complaints about the game got too much for Battlestate games, and they went on a rampage, getting as many negative reviews taken off YouTube as possible. Players complain that it's too brutal, too much stress and no reward. In fact, when asked why there were no female characters in the game, developer Pavel Dyatlov simply stated that women can't handle that amount of stress. There's only place for hardened men. So, I mean, I better keep my delicate female constitution away from the game then. Luckily for me, apparently it's still a load of anyway. Four. E.T. for Atari. It should have been Pac-Man. It's almost enough just to let you know that when Steven Spielberg, the man who commissioned this game, first heard of its idea, he replied, couldn't we just do something more like Pac-Man? Right from the offset, there was no faith in this game, and that was for good reason. The basic tenet of this game is that you, as E.T., have to locate pieces of a phone, and once they're all retrieved, you phone home. You then go to a spot in the forest and wait to get picked up by your ship, and that's it. Just that over and over again in slightly different environments. Riding off the back of the film's huge success, kids sat down excited to play along with the E.T. magic on this game, but soon had their dreams killed. User John Perkins made the point that he's definitely played worse free games, but the fact that this was a paid-for proper title actually just made this really bad. Saying the game had no replayability is generous, because it implies that it had any playability in the first place. With its rock-bottom graphics and story-devoid gameplay, it really looks like the developers should have just listened to Spielberg. 3. Postal 3. Unforgivably bad. The most attention-grabbing claim about Postal 3 on this thread came from user Oriaston77, who claimed that because the game was so unplayably bad that they didn't even get past the bridge at the beginning. It's since been hidden in their Steam library in an attempt to forget it ever existed. That's a sentiment that's fairly rife amongst Postal fans, that Postal 3 didn't happen if we don't acknowledge it, and we would all be better off just pretending the franchise skipped straight to 4. There's frankly nothing good to say about the game. In all aspects, it just disappoints. The 
AI is inexcusably stupid, the caliber of humor is so low that it goes beyond cringy, and in an attempt to be edgy, it just comes off as outright offensive at times. There's no enjoyment to be had in this game, and so the advice is the same from any player, just don't bother with it. In the words of John Blythe, to anyone who thinks Bin Laden is edgy, insight-free gay jokes are hilariously un-PC, or that a badger melee weapon is rib-ticklingly surreal, aka the only people that may enjoy this game, please consider donating your organs to someone who will actually use them. 2. Superman 64 So bad it killed Superman. Not everyone gets to brag that they killed Superman, but publishers Titus Interactive certainly earned their take on that claim. Superman 64 was deemed so bad that it genuinely impacted upon the superhero's reputation, according to one IGN review. Most of the game's audience was made up of literal children between 6 to 11 years old, and they actually liked the game. But then again, we need to keep in mind that children of that age have no taste whatsoever and can barely be trusted with doing things like brushing their own teeth, so who are we to listen to their opinions? The rest of the world thought it was abysmal, with barren environments and combat that looked as awkward as it felt. For 1999, the year it was released, the graphics were poor, and the same was said about the soundtrack. The ideas behind the game itself had promise, but like so many others, the execution just destroyed it beyond repair. To this day, it still keeps its place confidently on many worst games ever lists, and this is just another one to add to the collection. 1. Big Rigs Over the Road Racing Possibly the worst thing ever made. There's actually not a single good thing to be said about this game. There are videos aplenty all over YouTube explaining in detail why Big Rigs is one of the worst games ever made, and you only have to see a simple scrap of footage to understand why this is. The whole thing is so badly rendered, programmed, and designed that it's actually quite a stretch to refer to it as a game. Instead, playing Big Rigs is more like engaging in a bizarre experiment in how long you can force yourself to do something utterly devoid of value. So what's the objective? Well, to race around the set course and get to the finish line. And how do you do this? By any means possible. Physics is but an abstract thought in this game, with its mechanics having no meaningful expressions of gravity or impact. As a big, ugly block of a truck, you just move at a fairly set pace across an environment littered with objects like trees or houses, all of which you can simply drive through. If you picked up this game at 12 years old with no prior research, as Reddit user Crusader1094 did, you were in for the biggest disappointment of your life when you got it home. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.